Hey gang, this is Mark Overson, and this episode is kind of an experiment. I don't know how often we'll do one like this, if ever. Might be a once in a lifetime ordeal. But the idea is kind of like um, shooting from the hip. Like right now, I'm in my car at a park that I walk at when I do some business. I like when I'm doing my phone call time, I like to be in nature, I like to be walking, I like to be kind of like somewhat exercising, stretching. I might be doing yoga poses while talking on the phone because uh, I notice internet marketers and particular information knowledge workers tend to have really bad backs and get fat. And I don't want to have bad backs and I don't want to get fat. And so I'm moving whenever I can be moving and when I can only be sitting, which is when I'm recording content. Like right now I'm sitting. But um, so anyway, this is kind of a on the fly in inside. It's a Monday right now, and it's just kind of a peek inside my real business strategies. You know, we have we have a generated probably close to twenty million dollars over the last few years. We do it on a real thin kind of startup basis. I have just just three. I have three total people on payroll. Um, five, including my wife and myself, because we pay ourselves from our corporation. So we run a really thin, kind of like startup, um, lean operation. Yet sometimes we have an image that we're that we're big and mainstream and stuff like that, and it's pretty cool. So anyway, uh, the purpose of these episodes—I'm not sure if I'll call them, you know, um, on the fly or shooting from the hip, or I don't know if we'll name them. I don't know. Let's just see how this one goes, but. Um, the, the vision is that you might, as an executive, as an entrepreneur, as a whatever you are, be able to kind of grab some very practical how-to plus philosophical plus mindset stuff on how you can zoom and boom your business faster with less effort or, or maybe it's more concentrated smart effort, which is kind of the paradigm I'm always operating on. So first off... This morning, I have a live event coming up in about four or five months. So I have, a, I have a nice amount of promotion time to my affiliates, to my list, to my clients. And this time, I'm going to go into Vegas. Now, I've hosted my, my first ever event was at the Venetian. And it was really funny. Here I am a couple years ago. Now, this was years ago that I did this, five, six, seven years ago, I guess. But I was walking to my own event and on the marquee sign, it was Joan Rivers. So big Jones Rivers, and she had this professional, beautiful, you know, starlit uh, marquee thing. Joan Rivers performing tonight, yada, yada, yada. And then right next to Joan Rivers' marquee was mine. And all it said in black and white, I shit you not, black and white letters, nothing else. It said Mark Hoverson Conference with an arrow down <laughs> in black letters. Like the letters that the local community center put up that are like swap out one letter at a time. It was the funniest thing. But I was like, I must have made it. I'm next to Joan Rivers. But here's the big thing that I wanted to share on this is I get on the phone and a lot of times in business and just in life, we want to inflate our ego. We want to make us. We want to make it seem like we're a bigger company than we are. We want to make it seem like we're players. We want to make it seem like all this and that. So, I know that the Venetian, the Bellagio, the Wynn, Caesar's Palace, these people are used to John Deere coming into town, IBM coming into town, Snapchat coming into town. Like they're used to monster big corporations, and so they have an algorithm, and they train a sales team to take corporate money. Well, 
I'm just a private guy. So I've had friends that have done two day events at the Venetian that are 150 K up front. Like that's how much it costs to throw the event. And I've done a slightly smaller event. Actually, it was about a fourth the size. So, you know, I had 250 people, they had a thousand people, but regardless, I paid under 10,000 for two days in a gigantic, magnificent Venetian room. Because when I get on the phone, I play a very small town. Hey, I'm just, I'm just a little company. We just, need a room and we don't want to do a room block and we don't do the fancy catering and we're just, you know, a little bit of coffee and brownies in the morning and a little bit um, or a coffee and muffins in the morning and coffee and brownies in the morning. Kind of a thin budget, but we love the Bellagio, but we love the Venetian. And if you have any space available, and then I usually say, you know, if I'm expecting 150, I say about, you know, 80 but if we have gusts, can we fit up to 150 in that room? Because they start managing the catering minimum based on the number I give them. So it's like $40 a person, no matter what I say at the start of that number. So anyway, I kind of hacked this deal down where I've been able, I just helped a friend to get a Caesar's Palace event. And most people would pay a minimum of 17 to 20,000 for that day. And my friend got it for about 2500 bucks because he followed a script that I told him to follow. So anyway, this morning, I'm getting on the phone and I'm getting ready. I'm like, okay, I'm going to land an event at the Bellagio, the Wind, the Venetian, Caesar's Palace, somewhere that's pretty cool, someplace that's mainstream, someplace that's exciting. And I'm not, I'm not going to, I do not want to pay corporate John Deere corporate money. I want to pay I'm from North Dakota and I have a small little internet business money. So anyway, I'm getting ready to hop on the phone and probably spend three to four hours to save. Now, this is important too as a business owner. What's better, generating money or saving money? Well, it's apples to apples. It's the same kind of thing. I realize by me hopping on the phone and negotiating down a $2,500 room fee instead of a $15,000 room fee would be the same as me generating um, $12,000 that day. So I'm going to, in my mind, I'm saying, okay, I'm going to sit down and spend a few hours. Value in those hours is about 2,500 bucks an hour. So I'm just going to get down and do this. And then I sit down, I say, you know what? Screw this. I know exactly how to do this. I wrote Shani, my wife, a script. And this all just happened in the last couple hours, but I gave her a script. I told her exactly what to say, including the little things like we really love staying. We really love being at the win. Um, some of our partners would love to be able to host an event there. We're a slim operation. We run a pretty economized event. You know what I'm saying? Like throwing in even the little passive small comments that win and engender the, hey, let's get these guys a good deal feelings from the sales venue. So anyway, I write her a script. I send her the list of all the hotels, the Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, there's a big list of about seven to 10 hotels that I say, you know what? You try this today and try to try to get my kind of deal. Anyway, so while I'm walking, she just texts me and she's getting the identical offers that I get, but I'm not spending the time doing that work and she's doing it and it's really high valuable money saving work and I love it. So that's just one little tip. One thing is when you're cutting, saving, I guess the, the lesson here on the fly is if you're sitting down because you think you're the only person who can do it and this has been a challenge for me such a monster challenge that even after all these years, I still don't do it that well. I actually still do it pretty poorly, but really unloading and empowering, basically giving Shannon a can't fail battle plan 
that she can't fail. Like I know if she says those words, uses that script, uses that cadence, she will get the kind of deal I get. I know she will. But I've just been in my mind handing that and actually spending the 10 minutes to create the battle plan that saves me four hours has just been something I have slowly accepted as a reality in my life. So the first thing is if you're doing anything that you think only you can do, and there's a few things that only you can do, right? There's a few things, but it's shocking how much others can do that are either 80 to 90% as good, but they don't have to be 100% as good so you can get more done. Now, while Shannon is making those calls, I, I love a clean car. So I drive a brand new Escalade, this year's model. I'm freaking in love with it. I've been in love with it for months and I, I love it clean. And I notice I have prosperity rituals in my life. I encourage you to kind of create your own. But for me, it's when I am perfectly groomed, meaning I have a fresh haircut. I don't have ear coming. I don't have ear hair coming out. I don't have nose hair coming out. I don't have my eyebrows. Don't look like I just stepped out of, uh, you know, I'm John the Baptist's best friend coming out of the woods. Like when I'm well groomed, really well groomed and my car is super clean and the house is super clean and the office is ordered and the garage is perfect. Actually, it's a little OCD, but what I've learned is when my environment is under real full court press, nice and you know we have four kids and a dog and a ton of family and friends so it's always getting messy so I don't have a neurotic it has to be perfect at all times but I have a prosperity ritual where I'll tell where I'll tell uh, Shani I'll tell the kids I'll tell uh, anybody working with the house tell Matthew my protege everybody I'll say hey we are getting ready for a for a prosperity dump right now a big avalanche of money and this is how we do it we take control over everything we do have actual control over, which is our environment. We get it all spot checked. What are we waiting on? What's procrastinated? What's a leaky? Is there a leaky faucet? Is there too many weeds in the backyard? We get mastery over our environment. And then for me, that I don't know why it triggers it. Maybe I've played a game with myself, but those that environment gives me a sense of prosperity. And it gives me a sense of deserving of, hey, I can handle, I can handle 10 times the stuff. I can handle 10 times the business because I'm clean on everything that I currently have, which is an old biblical doctrine that despise not the day of small things. Meaning when things are small, you know, you got to be good when the numbers are small so you can be good when the numbers are big. And I've been doing this all the way from literally um, qualifying for welfare when I started this thing up to, you know, having a million dollar day and beyond. So it's a little protocol. So anyway, I'm in the car, and while I'm driving to the drive-thru car wash, I hit Jaden, and Jaden's the tech lord, and I say, okay, Jaden, we've got this new book we just published, The Million Dollar Day. We're doing a straight, at this stage in the marketing, we're doing pure guerrilla, meaning I'm not going public with it. I'm just using internal networks that we already have a ton of goodwill built into, and a ton of people who have already done the, the Million Dollar Day, and without any promotion at all publicly so far, we just hit uh, 103 in Kindle's time management character in uh, Kindle time management sector, which is a real time. You know, it's not like a, a goony category like uh, you know dog dog basket weaving. We're not number one in that category. It's a real category of time management, and with just a couple little ideas and a couple little promotions to real small local networks. I you know we have at this moment we have 37. 
five-star ratings and comments and and we're starting a guerrilla campaign so by the time i go public we're going to have about a hundred five-star ratings and commentaries on the million dollar day book which is a hyper productivity experience well anyway i'm telling Jaden this this thing i have to launch to our next community and our next community to get the really stoke the flames so when i go public it'll have so much credibility and so many comments and so many five stars it'll just be obvious plus i want to be able to in future marketing of my information products and this and that be able to say hey i'm i'm a top ranked thing on this platform amazon my podcast has been top ranked over here on apple and just show off actually just today we went on itunes for the first time when doves cry the song from the last um, from the last podcast, When Doves Cry, we remade it. It's on iTunes just now. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spike some iTunes songs too because in my information products, what I realize makes me a ton of money is to be able to show, look, I know how to go to number one or you know, know how to go to, to ranked and relevant on this platform, Amazon on this platform, Apple on this platform, iTunes on this platform, Facebook, and that's what I'm going to teach you to do. I'm going to teach you the same thing. So anyway, I kind of have this mentality. But on the launch, here's the short story. So I, I, I share with Jaden that what I want to do is if somebody buys, and the book is $9.99, okay? So I never want to think a, on that kind of a price point, hey, buy a book, right? So I have two little offers, and these are super small offers, and I'll share the psychology of why I'm doing them. So one is if, and I'm telling Jaden this, and this is why, because it doesn't make any financial sense at all in the present. Like it actually makes zero sense. So it's $9.99 per book. My offer that I'm going to be going out to two private communities of mine are if you buy three books, so it's a $30 spend. You buy three books. When you get one of them, when you get them mailed to you, you take a selfie on Instagram or Facebook and just said, hey, super pumped just got the million dollar day book my favorite thing about the million dollar day is and then just write it real quick so if they buy the three books they make the selfie post with their favorite thing about the book they rank the book probably four or five stars and make it a comment on the book because all that is hacking Amazon's algorithm to make it up to the bestseller so a purchase on Amazon isn't the same as a purchase with a ranking and a comment okay so that makes it a more relevant book on the Amazon platform. But if they do all of that, and and I'm doing a competition for whoever creates the best reality video on their million dollar day. It's a 24 hour experience to get more done than you've ever gotten done in a single day in your entire life. It's sold thousands and thousands of copies of the pro of the, the video product and I just turned it into a to a physical product. But any, into a book product with the help of 12 amazing co-authors. But anyway, um, I said if they buy three and they make a video and post it on the Million Dollar Day book, I think it's called MillionDollarDayBook.com because we're doing a contest where I'm going to give away kind of like a Grammys or Emmys or whatever for whoever's had the best videoed Million Dollar Day before and after video. Then... They're going to get 20 minutes of personal business mastery coaching with me going over their business. So that's for three books. Now, here's what's crazy. That's $30 and 100% of the commissions 
that I make from Amazon are going to my co-authors anyway. So for the first six months, the way I orchestrated this deal is our co-authors get 100% of the revenue from Amazon. So not only am I not making any money whatsoever on this, I'm actually putting myself out to spend 20 minutes per person that just buys three copies. Now, usually 20 minutes with me, you know, it's really not out there. It's not even possible. But for 30 bucks, I'm giving people that opportunity. And then there's like a 10-question form that they answer beforehand. And then we meet on Skype. And then I'm able to access their form, go through, and then give them some business insight into their business for 20 minutes. Now, if they buy seven copies, that's a 45-minute private segment. Now, people have paid $1,000 just for 45 minutes with me, yet I'm doing it for $70, and I'm actually doing it for zero because 100% of that money goes away, meaning I don't get any of it. So Jaden says, now, Mark, are you sure you want to do that offer? <laughs> because it doesn't make you any money. It takes your time, like kind a little bit. And he wasn't, he was just kind of like, are you sure? Like, what are you doing? And this is the mentality that I have on it is when an author does a book in the real world, what does she do a lot of times? She bounces around to Barnes and Noble's private bookstores. She goes around and she puts on this, you know, and it's cool. It's a fine model. I'm not against it, but I'm not traveling around to sell $10, $15 books in Barnes and Nobles. Not not at this point in my life, probably, hopefully, never in my life. But anyway, I'm not up for the dog and pony show jumping around being physical anywhere. And this is a sense. So here's here's what I told Jaden. I said, here's the deal. First off, we're going to limit it to about 20 spots. So it's only to the first 20 who do all three of them, who do the full process before they can activate that. So it's 20 so not everybody's going to do it, and it's going to cut off at some point. And I said, what's more important to me and what's more powerful for me is that I'm able to meet my most committed buyers, whether they're brand new. I don't care if they're 27, they've never made a dollar, but they have an opportunity to pitch me on an idea or get insight on an idea for 20 minutes, and they're enthusiastic enough to buy three books, do a public Facebook post, make a video, post it. I said... I said, the effort that they spend is more valuable to me than the money. Do you see what I'm saying? And the viral spread, because that, what just enacting that gives them, gives us an automatic three to 10 more sales up to, you know, 50 to a hundred sales, depending on the person that does it. And I said, so what I'm out to do in this is number one, I'm going to constrain the amount of spots that we have. So that's going to do that. Plus I'm just, I haven't re-engaged. I haven't really kissed babies and shaken hands and given hugs in the marketplace for a couple of years. And this is an opportunity for me to get back on the pulse of where people are at really with their business and who's listening to me, what projects they're involved in. And it gives me a chance to really go just full immersion. I said, some guys live in full immersion. I'm not, that's not going to be me, but for the promotion of this launch, I want to get in there and really create a super value offer, drive this thing up to, you know, top 10 on Amazon and really bust it out of the gate because the latter result is that people are making videos of a book. I mean, how often do you see someone take a book, buy a book, and then make a like a reality video about how the book has changed their life when they applied it? I'm not sure I've ever seen that. I've seen book, you know, like snapshot commentaries. Hey, I like this book, this or that, or the other. But this is a this is a super provable concept in the productivity space, and and I think 
you know, I've heard it's the greatest productivity thing ever from even Fortune 500, Fortune 500 executives, and I want to start proving it at a more grand scale, and I'm willing to work and respect people's time. So anyway, um, right now it's about 2.30 on the Monday, and, you know, some other things that happened this morning is while I was in the car driving to Chick-fil-A, I'm just, again, just sharing, like, stuff from in the pocket had about a 10-minute drive. I called another one of our lead affiliates who gets a small override on every single sale that uh, we make in a project called Invisible Empire. Now, here's the thing. when I start, And this is really key as an information marketer. You want your information mar- marketing. You want to ask yourself this question. What would make it inevitable that my information product can continue to rise in value? As a rise in cost, rise in tuition as it rises in value. So when I launched Invisible Empire, it had 13 levels and then a suite of my some of my top selling information products. It was $997. It paid our affiliates a $500 clip every time they refer to sale. So we've you know we've sold thousands and thousands of that. But right now we have about 34 levels, and just an undeniable people refer to it. Their friends. It's it's got the it's got exactly the acid test I was looking for, which is will somebody refer their best friend to this? Not so hey you can make some money, but hey you got an online business and you want to make money, you need this course like Tyler Tashiro did with Javier Venegas or uh, Javier I'm going to mispronounce your name, but he was a trainer. Okay, so let me give you a case point. He was a trainer, personal trainer at a gym making I don't know what you make as a trainer. 30, 40 bucks an hour maybe. But anyway, kind of a slave job, not very rewarding. And Tyler was like, you could be, you have a huge, vast knowledge of, of the body and of weightlifting and of training. Why don't you turn, turn your knowledge into an info product? So long story short, Javier buys a thousand dollar course, creates an info product called Alpha Body Blueprint and sells it for $200 and made just shy of 20 grand in his first month. So this is, I think it was $19,000 in the first month. He was able to get rid of his entire practice of personal training people, making, I think it was quadruple more in a month, getting rid of all his clients, and they all bought the deal, and now he's able to up his pricing on the personal training he does actually do, because he's put himself as an authority figure because of the product. So we have a bunch of stories that are just like that with Invisible Empire. But anyway, we've added a bunch of value. And this week, um, as I'm recording this, we're putting that price from $997, meaning just about $1,000, to $2,000. Now, so when I'm in the car, I hit my my uh, kind of lead marketer who's going to get an override on everything. And I say, hey, can you create by Thursday a sales video promoting the new $2,000 price point because I think people are going to love it. Our affiliates make a thousand bucks when they refer it. This thing is, has crossed the barrier of any doubt or skepticism. Anybody who has any doubt or any skepticism on the validity of the product has personal issues, not any kind of like real issues. Like we've passed that point of, um, you know, like what's in immutability. It's just like the product works. It's worked for people. Um, in all sorts of different niches and it's just like it's it's undisputable at this time so it's ready to raise the price because there's more value and there's more stories so again this is a common theme as a marketer I want you to think when you create a product can you make it where it passes the threshold of absolutely indisputable meaning I buy this 
and people who buy it and do it, whether they whether it's a physical product, whether it's some promised experience, whether it's an information blueprint of some kind, that undeniably, without question, it's undisputable that this blueprint, this formula, this treasure map leads people to treasure, that it's there's just no question about it anymore. When that starts happening, that's when you get to start increasing the prices. Right, so my Solomon CEO product, when I first launched it, I think it was two hundred and ninety-seven bucks, if I remember correctly. And today it's a thousand bucks. Why? Because it became an indisputable thing, and then we were able to add a physical, you know, one ounce pure silver coal, uh, pure silver coin. We've been able to add, you know, a leather journal to it, uh, you know, keepsake wooden box that the whole course and everything comes in, and we've been able to create. And, and upscale the brand based on the idea. And so the million dollar day is very similar. I could easily see this brand turn in because it's been going on for a couple of years. People every single week for the last two years will send me or the staff or something, a video or a post or something like I did a million dollar day. It was the most unbelievable experience of my life. I can't believe it. I mean, this is the type of thing that could go into type of a very low budget reality TV show because, um, there's no limit to where that idea can go, and I know that. And so I've, it started off as a $37, 90-minute offer. And then all of a sudden, it got pretty cool. So then we integrated into other platforms, and then we started adding uh, mailing certificates of achievement that people completed their million-dollar day. Now we just added the physical book. Now we're going to start at the next live event. We're going to give away kind of like a kind of like a Grammy Award for the best motion picture based on someone's million-dollar day experience. And we're upping the brand. So the share on this is with your product lines. I want you to think, what's the long tail? Where can this idea go if it blows up? And then don't have so much impatience to think it needs to blow up right away. The number one thing you're looking to do is a proof of concept, a proof of concept at an undeniable level. And so you're looking, what's the bare minimum? So that some they call it an MVP in the marketing world, a, a minimum viable product. So it's a minimum viable product, not to get the money, but what's the minimum viable product that can deliver the result that is absolutely inviolable? I meaning, meaning, God, I'm having a tough time speaking right now. But what's the minimum viable product that creates the undisputed result that's undeniable, that's across more than just that's across kind of like a demographic of a handful of buyers. Now, once that happens, now in my mind, that's what I'm looking for to see if I want to scale that idea bigger. We just did the same, and that's been a model I've followed, and it allows me to create content, content and ideas and brands quickly and see if they have legs. Let me give you another example. We just had this, I've had this idea for years on Proverbs 31 Woman. The Proverbs 31 Woman, it's an ancient acrostic about an a perfection matriarch leader mother woman and so it's proverbs 31 and i created this course very quickly at first it was just a 40 minute recording kind of going into the ancient poem which was a hebrew acrostic explaining the ideal matriarch for a family and i loved it i called it ancient visions for the modern mompreneur because this ancient matriarch was involved in real estate winemaking she had a designer fashion blog or sorry, she had a designer fashion clothing line, 
um, while doing all this stuff, and her children would rise up and give her a blessing. Her husband would write her songs. She was just, she's really a vision, and she's not a historical person. She's a vision, so I called it Ancient Visions of the Modern Mompreneur, uh, Unlocking the Power of the Proverbs 31 Woman. So anyway, I went, I got into it, and I really started liking it. We released it as a $37 offer, and very quietly to just a segment of our people. And what happened was it it actually, we had about four times the purchases I anticipated, which wasn't a lot anyway. I wasn't sure if this thing would take it all because it wasn't like how to make money on Facebook or how to do a webinar or how to, you know, advertise on Google. It, was, it wasn't really a how-to as much as it was this gigantic philosophical concept of how to become a dominating, amazing, um, heroic matriarch. So it was, you know, segmenting to almost just women. We had a bunch of guy buyers too. But anyway, I wanted to see if the idea would take. I created an action guide. And what I was looking for was how will people respond to this information? So we had at least, well, I won't give straight numbers, but we had people posting on Facebook the action guide and commenting on how glad they were that they bought the course. Then we had people commenting underneath those comments, hey, what's this course about? It sounds cool. And someone sending them a link and then that person buying the course. And so I saw two levels of virality with no incentivization, meaning we didn't commission on the product and people were still sharing it. And I didn't didn't have any you know, any embedded like, hey, post this on Facebook that you bought this and I give you a brownie point or anything. People just volitionally did it. So what I read in that and what I've seen from that idea is that the ancient visions for the modern mompreneur unlocking the power of the Proverbs 31 woman may actually have some real legs because I didn't put barely any money or I didn't I didn't put any sugar on the promotion meaning I kind of cast a seed into a dry desert to see if that seed was strong enough to grow on its own. If I put sugar on it, meaning I released it and said, hey, you know, if you buy it, I'll give you an hour of my time personally and put, it's like I'm putting sugar on this book. Do you see the difference? Like I'm putting some artificial sweeteners and some biodome, you know, fertilizer on it and watering it extra. But when I first release something, I just want to see if the seed will grow in a dry and in a dry land, in an arid land, will it? Will the buyer brag about it, and will they share it, and will people reach out and want to know about it, and will it grow that way? Now, once I see that has idea and that has traction, then I start investing deeper into the brand. So now, with that brand in particular, there's there's markets on face, Facebook, like people, women that like Mary Kay marketing in America, those people tend to like the Bible or have a reverence for it. They tend to be entrepreneurial and they tend to be motherly. And that's a $2.5 million, or 2.5 million demographic. So what we could do there, and we're already talking with our marketing team, is we can start doing the $37 offer there. We can up the study guide from its current existing PDF into an actual physical that we mail with an upsell that goes into our high-ticket financial planning retirement and that's where actually I make my real money. And then it can be a self-liquidating offer to fund the marketing to create the big money on the back end. But I wanted to make sure that the seed we had was strong and had legs on its own so we're not huffing and puffing trying to force a product into the marketplace. Okay, uh, this went a lot longer than I planned. Hopefully something you could take from it. But the point of it was I wanted to see this model of just opening my computer, rolling down some stuff on the day, some insights, some strategy, and some reality, kind of behind the scenes, backstage 
of what of what we do, and then you can take some of this and roll with it for yourself. So that's all I know. Mark Overson, love you guys. Rock and roll. Peace. Thank you for listening. This is the closest royalty-free soundtrack I could find that sounds like Indiana Jones. Because if you've been resonating and just kind of liking this podcast, I'd like to invite you into an adventure, possibly of a lifetime. Let me explain. Global futurist and consultant to presidents and leaders throughout the world, James Canton, says in his best-selling book, Future Smart, that by the year 2030, digital entrepreneurs will make up 70% of the global economy. As the computing power of the microchip and the ease of creating and distributing products becomes more elegant and easy through the web, the expensive, bloated cogs and infrastructures of the old system begin to die a natural and permanent and thankful death. And in their void, ambitious creatives like you and I, with ideas and souls, are now, for the first time in human history, able to reach consumers and clients as easily as the giant companies. From my little homespun operation and less than three employees at any given time, I've co-created over $20 million in revenue with over seven different brands, all of them uniquely tied to my passions and purpose, all while living an adventure lifestyle that I design. I'd like to invite you to discover how you too can start and grow your own invisible empire, even if you don't have a breakthrough idea or product just yet. Even if you don't have a ton of tech skills, I will introduce you to the fascinating world of electronic entrepreneurship and show you how you can tap into it immediately. The next showtime is listed at myinvisibleempire.com. You can just hop over there and it'll be on your phone or on your computer and you can see when the next show starts. I think you're going to love it. Go to myinvisibleempire.com and I'll see you on the next show. Thanks for listening.